Set your faces to fun and hold on to your buns. Let's talk Star Trek, the next generation. With Charlie and Megan, shut up, Wesley, you're dumb. So come on, set your faces to fun. Welcome back to Set Phasers to Fun, everybody. Here we are, episode, what is it? 27. Is it our 27? Wasn't it our 26th episode? That was our two-year anniversary. Yeah, that's right. Now we're back. Oh. In less than six months, so, um, <laughs> don't, no need to thank us. Uh, Megan, what have you been up to? You know, just hanging out, being cool. Looking like a tough chick. Um, has anyone brought you any corn or jelly or pickles? Yeah, I got, um, you know what? No, legit, <laughs> I had fig preserves for the first time. And I was like, what have I been doing my whole life? Um, you know, we have a giant fig tree, so I should make those. Yeah, that's like a, that's like exotic lands like California has figs. Right. Like plain folks, Iowa, we don't have figs. But no. guess what? We do now, because we also have, like, grocery stores and refrigerated trucks. So uh, Megan got some fig preserves, and I totally had them for breakfast, and it was amazing. Did someone buy figs and make the preserves from them, or they made they just bought the preserves? I just I just bought them from the, from the grocery store. It was, like, manufactured. Oh, okay. jarred. Yeah. No, like, colorful locals have brought you, like, corn jelly or anything <laughs> recently. This is my question. <laughs> Colorful locals all the time. They brought me a stack of gingham dresses. <laughs> the husband is waiting in the wagon with a one overall strap. Some corn corn cob pipes, ready to take me to uh, the barn raisin and and all day picnic. <laughs> Which is what your life is like. I think we all know it. Every every day, another another day, another barn raised. Excellent. Yeah, and and you, Charles, were you cut off in traffic by various Cadillacs going to various, um, you know, <laughs> hot shit movie premieres? I did. I have been up to a lot, but I did on Sunday. I was driving. Alice and I were going to go to the Bug Fair at the Natural History Museum, and I and a real like aggro Jim Broy looking guy tried to cut me off in my vehicle, which is an SUV, in his tiny smart car, and I laughed oh. and laughed. <laughs> and I still laugh thinking about it. Um, I chuckled to myself. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I would be afraid to drive a smart car because they look like the car equivalent of a fly swatter. Right. Like if a fly swatter could drive, it would be a smart car. Do you think you could drive a smart car into a shuttlecraft? Yes. Yes. That's yeah. what it is. It's like a little. And you know what? When you get on the shuttlecraft, like you're doomed. Like, has there been an episode where they get on a shuttlecraft and it hasn't ended in doom? Yeah. Like, if you got to travel by shuttlecraft, you're doomed. You might as well take a canoe across space. You might as well get in your space canoe and, like, paddle your way through. Right. It's teleporting or nothing. It's teleporting, it's luxury cruise lining via the Enterprise, or nothing. Yeah. If you're shuttlecrafting... What they're saying is, your life means less. That's what they're saying. They basically so use it when they need something to go horribly awry. Yes, that's Whenever right. there's interference or whatever. Uh, taking the shuttlecraft is like taking... It's like in the Old West when you have to take a pony across the, <laughs> across the Yukon uh -huh. mountains 
to tell them about the because the doctor needs to bring the hep cure or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Like you gotta get go get go get Doc Buckles because we got the damp lung. And then you get on the pony and you have to ride across the thing, but you're beset. You're beset on all sides by like by the other things like the evil cowboys or like the like the Mormons that still eat people or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't That's know. I don't watch Westerns, but whatever it is, like the people, and then you've got to like you're beset. That's what it is like on a shuttlecraft. Um, <laughs> I actually have a beagle named Doctor Buckles, <laughs> and he he's a good boy. Does he bring the cure for the damp lung? He does, <laughs> and his out of his tonic wagon, but only until he's run out of town when the locals catch on. Um. <laughs> All right, well, we solved that. Um, shall we open up our viewer mailbag? Listener oh, mailbag? Let's have some listener mail. Well, as you know, maybe one of our most popular segments ever was our Borg sing-along. <laughs> um, so we've had some delightful uh, suggestions. Oh, outstanding. Let's hear some. From Brystifer. Borga O'Reilly, a.k.a. Teenage Borgland, the, the, the Hugh classic. <laughs> it all fits so perfectly. Bryce. Oh, that was a beautiful, that was a triple. Gold. That was a triple. Gold listener star to you, Brystifer. <laughs> Sean McCord tweets, uh, regarding Borg collective pop songs, and with apologies to Lady Gaga, I still can't, I can't believe you missed Borg this way. <laughs> Fair play. I I can believe it because all of our references stopped at 1998. Correct. <laughs> but I know you're a fan of the Lady Gaga. I'm sure you are. Are you? Who isn't? Who isn't a fan of Lady Gaga? That's a good point. She's a singular talent. That's right. Uh, Superlister Jenna joined Superlister Bryce to fur by saying uh, we should open a set phasers to pod. To fun pod restaurant that sells only beef bourguignon. <laughs> Off topic, but I will allow it. <laughs> Old friends of the podcast, Clint and Sarah, write in with a number of questions. Oh, fantastic! I, These are wonderful people. I think this is going to be uh, the majority of our episode. <laughs> Send your letters regarding our episode, our lost episode guide to Megan. At 428 Corn Alley, Iowa City, Iowa. Corn Alley? You gotta get way more specific. Uh, I'm gonna guess your zip code 40239? Yeah, perfect, exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you, Corn Alley in Iowa, that's like, you know how in Atlanta every street is called Peachtree Street? It's like that. It's like every alley is Corn Alley in Iowa. Megan, I would like you to weigh in on this. Okay. I say that like I could stop you. <laughs> Clint and Sarah start their e- their message with Super Listers Clint and Sarah want to know. Now, are I would say they're not allowed to declare themselves Super Listeners because they well, have I think they haven't written All in right, yet. Go ahead. They have not written in yet. Oh, well to, so to write in makes them Super Listeners. Like I think what is so. the criterion? I don't know. But it's If writing in makes them Super Listeners, I think just by the fact that they are writing in automatically qualifies them. And let me throw this out at you. In defense of them self-declaring themselves as super listeners, 
anyone who listens to the podcast enough to know that we have super listeners <laughs> is by default a super listener. I'm, I'm going to wave them in. All right. I'm waving them right. into the super listener club. I would... I just don't want to open the floodgates. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I want... I want Bryce to fur... I want Bryce to fur and Jenna to feel special, because they are. No, yes. Well, they are. They very much are. Um... And Jason, and them, Jason McCullough. We can, we can make those three our gold star super listeners. Right. Right? It's just like the inflated grades. Like, there's always an A++. We can just keep moving the scale That's up. That's right. We could, um... Oh, Jenison and some more. I, boy, we got a lot of responses to the last one. Fantastic. I want to go back to the, um... So, some more Jenna suggestions. Um... Uh, baby, we're Borg to run. <laughs> um, assimilation to the tune of the Beatles' Revolution. Hey, you want assimilation? Uh, yeah, yeah, it totally works. Yeah, yeah. Public enemy sphere of a Borg planet. <laughs> yeah, approved. Uh, she further writes in from Hamilton. You'll be Borg. <laughs> you don't get that joke, Mister. I, I don't know Hamilton because I'm too cool because I live in L.A. That's not... Those are not related. We don't have musicals here. We do. We're seeing (laughs) it in August. You are? Yep. Ah. Got my tickets right here. I expect you're going to be underwhelmed. I uh, loved it, and I think you're going to be underwhelmed. Okay. Because you're like, yeah, yeah. Everyone says it's great. Right. And it's pretty good. Right. But I'm Charlie Fonville. Uh, That's how I feel about a lot of things. Yeah. I don't like to... I don't like when people tell me, oh, this is so great. Yeah, because you're always, like, I'll be the judge of that. It inflates expectations, and then... Yeah, who, you're doomed. Who needs that? Um, and then, the lastly, uh, for whom the Borg tolls, and um, for the name, <laughs> Black Alicious's Brainwashers. I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> Out of our cultural depths. Yep. I assume that Black Alicious is some kind of ragtime band. Oh, my darling little Borg. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my Borg. Hello. Uh, I had another assimilation one. I'll, I'll think of it. Another Who track. Uh, talking about assimilation. Talking about assimilation. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Sure. Gold. Yeah. All right. All um, the classic rock is gold. I'm going to call you probationary super listeners. Clint and Sarah want to know. <laughs> we're not just passing this out like candy, guys. <laughs> and we're also naming Brystopher, Jason, and Jenna into the gold circle. The ring of honor. <laughs> the 10 forward select club. The ready room crew. You guys decide what you want to be called, and we'll get the t-shirts printed up. Um, Absolutely. All right. Um, if you were... The, these are Clinton Sarah's questions. If you were the token right. crew member who is slated to die in an episode, uh, how do you see yourself going out? That's a good question. That is an excellent question. You see, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they're for real super listeners. Well, not a, sp- not a shuttlecraft accident. That's for chumps and losers. Right. 
I would probably want to get killed mysteriously by something invisible and have Data and Jordy work on my murder. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, that's good. And have, like, Bev casually stroll over to my corpse. Wow, that's good. You get a lot of screen time then, just lying around. Yeah. And That's then the, a body. And then maybe at the end, I'm not really dead. Oh, I like it. I like it. Or I become the nanites take over my body or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Is that you? You get um, you get riddled with some sort of alien parasite that changes your personality and behavior and makes you do bad bad stuff. And then in order to cure you. They have to burn you from the inside and you die that way. That way you get a whole episode, you get to do fun, evil stuff, but you still get to be sympathetic because what do you want? You have a parasite. Right. You can't be blamed. You can't be held blamed. You're, you're Lieutenant Jehoshaphat and you got a parasite. <laughs> so what are you going to do? I think that is our episode title. <laughs> um... <laughs> I said Jehovah Sat. Jehovah. <laughs> Which is not a real word. No. No. But that's okay because it's Star Trek. That's yeah, gotta be slightly different. Yeah. Um. Do any other points on that one? No, that's good. Right, I think great. we nailed it. First try, nailed it. Um. Second question: Which T and G characters most closely resemble your spouses? Not looks wise, but you know, personality wise. Hmm. Oh, this feels like a minefield. Yeah, I don't know about this one. Yeah, this feels like danger. Luckily, our spouses don't listen to the podcast. High five! Yeah. Talking into the wind. Um, I think Lauren <laughs> listens intermittently. Oh, that's um, nice. Oh, I will tell you what Lauren said after uh, I sent her the last episode. What'd you say? She said, uh, you guys are lucky you're cute. <laughs> I don't think she thought... Our singing was as witty as we did. <laughs> and you know what? You know who we do this podcast for? Ourselves. That's correct. That is a thousand percent. Good thing, too. Yeah, exactly. There's no... That really insul- insulates us from a lot of hard truths. Um, <laughs> um, Personality-wise, I don't know. I guess... I mean, there's only two choices um maybe uh Bev I don't know well I mean you could you could expand to the whole crew I don't think you have to be limited by gender that's more true that's true you Uh, know she's got a bit of Picard in her Lauren she she does have a little Picard in her she's like let me I'm gonna lay it down for you but like diplomatically if I had to say who was Christopher, I yeah, that's know. tough. Yeah, who's the most that's mild-mannered tough. crew member? Yeah, he's like Jordy if Jordy got laid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, curious, helpful, yeah, fun, but you know, yeah, but he doesn't have those anxieties that Jordy has, right? Or social weirdness. Does he like geodes? You know, uh, I don't think he would turn a geo down if he were presented one as a gift. Um, but he could jam with Riker. He could be in Riker's yeah, jazz, jazz quartet. I, 
Yeah, that's true. He could, because he's a musician. He could play, but he hates that style of jazz. He would, I think, he would want to, you know, eat the trombone before he played it like that. Oh, that's he doesn't. Not his thing. He doesn't like the old sassy jazz. He likes like early traditional jazz. Oh, like, like he doesn't like New like, Orleans. Like, like, yeah, like New Orleans kind of stuff. He wants to play it through a megaphone and have someone go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He only listens so frankly, to wax cylinders. He has no business on the Starship Enterprise, is really the answer to the question. Like, he should be in, like, an old-timey, like, the old-timey version. He would be the character in the holodeck that they all go and visit, who's like, well, not around here in these parts, have we ever? Oh, that would be... Maybe he's Only, like you know. Maybe he's like the Jordy of like a steampunk ship. Yes, steampunk Jordy who gets late. That they have to, re- <laughs> they have to rescue. Who's not super interested in science? Right. <laughs> That's the other part of it. Uh, but it's great with computers. Strangely <laughs> enough. He knows he knows a little something. Uh, if you were given Q powers, the next question begins. Uh, what's the first thing you would do? Oh, oh. boy. Lose a couple pounds. <laughs> uh, um, boy, that just feels like a careful what you wish for. Because my first thought was like, oh, I'd make everybody listen to this podcast. And then I'm like, mm, mm, <laughs> would I? <laughs> that kind of feels like a, a Twilight episode come to life. Like, I don't know. You know what I would do? I would make them do three more seasons of TNG. Get it up to ten. Have a nice I don't know, round maybe number. Maybe travel. Take yeah, in a cruise. Sure, Are you strong enough to use some exotic that fruits? Sir, you would. <laughs> I wouldn't jump too fast. Is my point. I wouldn't go straight to the pro- solving the problems of the world. I would just. I would try a dragon star fruit. I've never had one of those. I've read about them. You wouldn't even leave the earth. You would just have a nice piece of fruit from Gelson's. Yeah, I would get a nice piece of fruit and maybe you know check out. I've never been to Hawaii. Maybe I go to Hawaii. Right. I just feel like that's the kind of thing that it's easy to overshoot. Right. And I would just, like, take it slow. In your very Midwestern, salt-of-the-earth ways, you have decided to take it easy <laughs> while being a god. I would do something like, can I cut my toenails, like, but not too short? Like, just the perfect, but, like, with my mind. Can I just will my toenails to stop where I want them to? Right. You know, like, I would just, like, experiment, you know... Like on a small scale. Um. <laughs> until until I felt real, until I could ride the horse. Do you know what I mean? Like you got to get a driver's permit before you get a driver's license. I need. I think I need a Q permit. Right. Before I could get a Q license. Well, what did that nice girl from Kansas do when she got her powers? She went. She tried to seduce Riker. Is what happened, right? Oh right. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. She's only human. That's right. But, you know, honestly, were I given the opportunity, I would try to seduce Riker no matter what. Sure. Like, Q powers or no. Just like, well, we've got a free 20 minutes. Will, what you doing? Why don't you come sit on my lap and tell me about your space adventures? Is that a trombone in your pocket? That's how I would go. Whether I, I don't even need Q powers for that. I got the powers. I already got Megan Gogarty powers. I don't need Q powers for that. <laughs> Once again, we have descended <laughs> into Megan seducing Riker. <laughs> he would be so 
easy. Yeah. What's a knockout like you doing in a computer-generated gin joint like this? If you had the opportunity back in the day to guest star in an episode, which one would you have wanted to be on? That's a good question. That is a good question. Um... Boy. None of the holodeck ones. No. Just ruling those right out. What's the point of being on Star Trek if I can't wear a business unitard? None. Zero point. I'd like to do something with um, one of the aliens and a lot of makeup. I think that'd be fun to do for a couple days. Mm. Mm. Maybe the prison one where the Picard's in jail and has to eat the cubes or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That could be fun. Yeah. I just want a forehead ridge at minimum. <laughs> yeah, or like one of those when they do the little nose pieces, just like a little funny nose. Did you watch the new trailer? The new show trailer? No. It's good. It's out. It looks, I didn't know it was out. It's, it's there. Well, all right. It's called Star Trek Discovery. You see some... Well, I'll discover it later. If you could meet two stars in the cast, whom would you choose? Is that correct? Whom? I don't know. I don't either. Whom is dumb. That's a dumb word. Whom? I think they just invented it to make other people feel dumb. <laughs> you got a lot of resentment today. Just let it. <laughs> just leave it alone. You snobs. <laughs> yes, I know how to use it correctly. That just doesn't sound right. Whom would you choose? To whom would you speak? Four, I don't want to get bogged down in this. Two stars <laughs> from the cast. I would meet LeVar Burton and... Yes. Frakes. Ooh, good. Those are good choices. I would pick um, Patrick Stewart with a bullet. Number one with a bullet. Yep. Patrick Stewart. And then... Hmm. That's the second... Number two's hard. That's a hard one. Uh, maybe Frakes. Maybe LeVar... Uh, I could spend some uh, a nice quality chat with um, um, uh, what uh, Michael Dorn. Yeah, that would be. I think he would have a lot of interesting things to say. Well, I have the added bonus of probably living within a few minutes of all of them. <laughs> That's true. Um, you could just saunter down. I d I don't see myself getting invited anywhere soon. Uh, but who knows? But you never know. You could here. You could be at the grocery store picking out a dragon star fruit. Or I could. They're whatever plentiful. They eat. They're plentiful yeah. here. They're at our mm -hmm. regular cheapo grocery store. You could just be like buying some fig preserves. Uh huh. And then you could overhear a conversation in the next aisle where they're like, "If you could just meet one podcast host, who would it be?" <laughs> and then the other voice would be like, "Well, it would. It would be a toss up." between Megan Gogarty and Charlie Fonville, but Megan, I know, lives at Corn Alley, so that's <laughs> that's kind of a long drive. And then you would pop in and be like, did someone say my name? And then boom! And who would that be? That's a podcast episode right there, just you regaling us with that story. Who would that of be? Of the time you, you got dragon fruit with Marina Sirtis, obviously. Oh, I would definitely want to... Yeah, 100%. Sure. I follow her on Twitter, not to brag. Not to brag, but you follow her on Twitter. Yeah. I've not been blocked by her, is my point. Well, there she is again. Counselor Troy. I'm not. A last question. 
Um, if you could have only one of these overpowered toys from Star Trek, which would you choose? A teleporter, a replicator, or a holodeck? Keep in mind, the holodeck has to stay in one place, but the replicator is portable enough. Or is there another Star Trek gadget you would rather have, like a phaser or tricorder? Well, I don't, uh, I don't know how my iPad works, so I definitely can't handle a tricorder. Boy, I think having a phaser would be pretty fun. But I'm from Texas, so... Right, yeah, Texas, of course. You have to have a phaser. State uh, ordinance. A teleporter, a replicator, or a holodeck? I think a teleporter. Think of all the traveling you can do with a teleporter. Here's the, my question about the teleporter. Is would someone else have to have a teleporter too in order to use it? No, they can go right down to the planet. Do you know? Oh, well, that's true. That's right. That's right. Yes. In that case, yes. Teleporter, definitely. Yeah. A replicator yeah. would be nice. Replicator would be nice. Here's my problem with the replicator. Is that I would have to then think about what I wanted to eat. Like, I would want a replicator that would just serve me food without me having to think of it. Like, I don't ever want, like, I hate it when people say, where do you want to go to eat? Like, what restaurant do you want to go to? I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I can't make decisions, Charlie. I can't make decisions about food that I eat. I just want food brought to me. And then I go, yes, I will eat that. Or, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't want to have to think about what I want to eat. And I especially don't want to have to think about what I want to eat in advance of the time that I'm hungry. Like, it's too much pressure. It's too much stress. Like, what am I? Some kind of, like, I don't have the creative capacity to, like, determine, like, to predetermine, like, the foods I want to eat. And if you have a replicator, not like, now you have to predetermine, like, all the foods in the world. Like, you can't be, like, open the fridge and be like, well, I guess it's tacos because that's all we have. Like, you can't even, you have to be like, I want goat's milk on a, on a brisket with the 17 jellies of the I can't do it. It's way too much choices. Too many choices. Where are you eating that they're offering you goat's milk brisket with 17 jellies? Well, nowhere is my point, which is why I'm able to live my life. But if I had a replicator, they would totally be giving me the goat's milk brisket. Because I could have anything. Right. It's too much. Too much pressure. As for the holodeck, I would just never leave. Uh <laughs> oh, do eat up, Picard. Raise your hand if you want seconds. Listen, here's what I want to know, Mr. You want a phaser. What are the practical applications for that? Boy, like, think would about... You, would you do, like, target practice? I'd do target practice. I would saw wood. Ah. Trim, trim branches, maybe. So you're treating the phaser like a multi-tool. Yeah. Like a, like a leatherman craftsman... Right. Sawzall. I mean, I guess the prime choice would be the the replicator, right? Because you could use that to help humanity. I guess. They're all useful. I think transporter would be would be number one. Yeah, transporter. But I would also like to get a phaser if I can have two things. If you had a phaser, do you think you could cook meat with a phaser? Mm. Set phasers to like broil? Right, just make it real hot. I'm, I'm sure you could do it some way, hack it some way. Set phasers to braise. <laughs> then it would be a brazer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. For some reason, I think you would have to make a lamb shank. Is that a, f is that a food? 
I think what you would do is you would probably heat up a rock of some kind and then throw the meat directly on that. Oh, right. You'd have to, you you would, yeah, heat up the, for your lamb shank that you're cooking. Right. That I think that you're going to make. You seem like a lamb shank maker. I love lamb shanks. Yeah, well, you can brew things and bake things. You're quite the, you're quite the connoisseur. I like to do stuff. I like to collect hobbies. Yeah. And then lose interest in them. <laughs> One of your hobbies could be rock heating. If you had a phaser. That is correct. Be like, oh, Charlie Fonville, heating up rocks on a Saturday afternoon, as you do. Um. <laughs> and then we could make a little rock heating music, like, and that's you, like, heating up the rocks. <laughs> Be perfect. This is a spinoff show. Um. Things I've Heated by Charlie Fonville. Today's uh. episode rocks tomorrow's episode <laughs> some more rocks i found the next day episode some driftwood i thought it was rocks turned out to be driftwood totally caught fire boy was that scary in our drought infested california right <laughs> fourth episode some more rocks keeping it safe i think this is our last episode of set phasers to fun it's gonna be <laughs> now just moving over to uh Just things I've heated. Just things I've heated. Could you arrange to find me some rocks? Guys, this has been episode 27 of Set Faces to Fun. Thanks so much for all your um, questions and, and, and mail and ideas, everybody. What a great interactive episode. Fantastic. Thanks to probationary super listeners Clint and Sarah. <laughs> Listen, they got a whole episode. I think, when do we, when, what gets them out of the doghouse, Charlie? We'll see how they react to this one. Okay. <laughs> if they take it in good stride, with good cheer. That's right. <laughs> if I get a lot, a lot of sass and or lip, <laughs> we'll have to see. Um... <laughs> Curmudgeon Vaudeville. Yeah. Heating up rocks and being squirrely. Guys, as always, we'd love to hear from you. At Set Phasers Pod on Twitter. Set Phasers to Fun Pod at Gmail. This has been episode 27. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. The replicator can make anything you desire. How do I know what I desire? <laughs>